This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tunes and Talks. It's been a long time. It's been like two months because I'm useless. But we're back and we're in lockdown. If you are in New Zealand, you'll be very aware of what's happening right now. We're in level four and we've been in level four for like two weeks. But we're doing well and um, I hope you guys' bubbles are doing well. Me and my bubble are here right now. We are here. Um, Taya and Danny are here. Say hello. 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 We're just going to answer some questions that we asked you guys to ask us on our flat Instagram and the Tunes and Talks Instagram, but I took advantage of the 2,000 followers and used Smeg Flat because last time I asked questions on the podcast, I got one. All right. Best advice on living in halls. And we've got some notes written down. So the first one is be social and friendly um, and be yourself because I know that like sometimes when you move into halls, you're like, oh my God, I get to reinvent myself and like... I can be whatever I want now because no one knows me. But, like, you can only really keep up that act for so long, I reckon. Mm. You're living with these people all the time. You're going to find out sooner or later. Yeah, yep. exactly. Like, I think I kind of was guilty of it without even knowing at the start of last year. Like, I came in and I was all, like, I literally talked to my friends about it from halls. And they're like, yeah, I was, like, scared of you when you first moved into halls. Like, you were just, like, blonde and tan and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, she's terrifying. And now <laughs> now I know that you're just, You're like, like, it's fake and it's fake. It's all fake. It was all fake. <laughs> the blonde hair is dying and the tan is fake. It but at the fake. same time, sometimes it's a really good opportunity to, like, step out of that... Who you were in high school. Who you were in high school. Yeah, because sure. I was a really shy, quiet person who wouldn't speak up in a friend group at all or add anything to the conversation. And when I moved into halls, I said to myself, like, I'm going to be confident and I'm going to, like, make friends. And that's what I did. And that's why I'm flirting with you guys today is because... Literally. And now I get, like, what I want out of life because I speak up or I do something about it rather than just sticking yeah. to... So, like, push yourself, but, like, not out of your comfort zone that you're not, yeah. like, naturally, you know what I mean? Don't try and be it's someone fun. else because you'll end up in a friend group with, like, people who don't necessarily like what you're into or think it's weird because you've kept it hidden and you're like, oh, that's not me, I'm not, I'm not that person. I think the first time I met all of my friends, they were like, is that Taylor Swift on your lock screen? And I was like, yeah. You're like, this is what you're signing up for. If you like it, then, like, what is that stick around. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, we live next to a highway, so just ignore our... Um, small dick energy coming from the road because <laughs> I was pretty always like because in high school I was definitely like a closeted Taylor Swift fan <laughs> until like year 13 and I was like nah you know what I am obsessed with this black woman <laughs> but, um we've fully just hijacked your lunch I'm sorry <laughs> no, oh you're eating lunch so if you're chewing we're actually um also an ASMR podcast here at Trends and Talks so you're really signing up for the whole deal what was I even saying? God, I get off topic. I swear I have acute ADHD. Um, <laughs> um, oh, be yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So be yourself and, like, push yourself, but don't push yourself so much that you are acting because you can't keep up and act. Yeah. For a year. For a year. <laughs> or, for, yeah, for however long. And if you, like, if you do end up being really good friends with someone, you're, like, lying to, and then 
you move into a flat with them, oh, it's another year. Literally. So. And you're in a flat with them. It's very different when you're flatting. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that later. Um, have a routine I've got written down as well. So, like, when you're living in halls, have a routine. Like, because when you go from high school to uni, you can, it can kind of be a bit of a culture shock when you have one class at 3 p.m. Then the next day you have one class at 9 a.m. and one class at 5 p.m. So, like, try and have a routine so you're not just, like, living for your classes and waking up an hour before your 3 p.m. class one day and then having no sleep and then waking up for your 9 a.m. and then being like a walking corpse for the whole rest of the day. See, that's really interesting to me because I didn't do that last year. I did not have a routine. Oh, girl, I'm speaking because I didn't have a routine. I mean, my classes were pretty <clears throat> spread throughout the day, so I was, like, almost always up and, like, dressed. But then, like, I'd come home from class and I, during, you know, during class, I'd be like, I'm going to do this when I get home and I get back and I'm like, mm. nah. nah. Like, before class, you're always like, yeah, yeah, I'm motivated, I'm ready at 9 o'clock, I'm going to do this, then, this, this, and in class. In class, I'm like, anything I can think of about leaving class like physically drains you you're like nope um, also no drama we saw a bit of drama go down in the halls last year it's so stupid babyish yep. um you're like welcome to university you're a grown adult if someone does something you don't like you, you don't, don't have to be friends with them it's ridiculous the whole world yeah. like just oh there's just that switch between like judgy high schoolers who were like I saw a post that was like if someone was riding like a scooter or one of those little children's cars that you that are like mini jeeps you oh, can drive yeah. them oh. if i saw someone doing that on campus i'd be like that is a smart man like if i saw a guy driving <laughs> past in a car i'd be like that man is a genius if someone did that at high school they would be like that is a weirdo yeah and it's really that difference between high school and and uni and i'm not speaking and being like i'm so mature but like having a gap year and then going into uni and seeing people that are fresh out of high school that aren't that mature is like Oh my god! <laughs> like oh, yeah. I think not. back to the first week or two in halls, and I'm like, okay, it was like 500 18 year olds who are freshly 18 with no parents for the first time all together. What yeah, it's could a ride. go wrong. Oh, everything, everything, <laughs> everything goes wrong. Literally. So just like try and avoid drama all you can. Just be yourself and don't feel like you. Ha- oh, Taya, you made this point when we were writing it down. It says don't feel like you have to be friends with the people that you first meet or like if you have been at high school with people, don't feel like you just have to stick with your friends that you had at high school. You talk to so many people every time you're like, oh, what's your name? Like, what building are you in? What are you studying? You what's from? your major kind of thing? Where do you come from? What high school did you go to? The most Christchurch question ever was all I was asked first week. And I was like, I would see people later on in the year and they were like, oh, yeah, we met on the first week. I was like, yeah, I don't remember that. Literally, it's like a fever dream. <laughs> you meet about a thousand people and then you go to uni the next week and you're like, I don't have room for all of these names. Yeah. But yeah, just don't feel like you have to be friends with the people you first meet or anything. You can do whatever you want because you kind of are... Like, without starting a new life, you're almost starting a new life. Did people flock together in groups really tight-knit for, like, the first while? Oh, my God, you're describing my floor. Like, pre-lockdown. Yeah. They just kind of meshed into, like, really, really tight-knit groups. Yeah, lockdown. And no one was floating and, like, mixing. And then towards the end of the year, it kind of, like, it was like the, oh, I would never eat in a dining hall alone kind of thing. Yeah. And then towards the end of the year, it would be like, oh, yep, there is about four people occupying a table for ten. 
sort Literally. of thing. And we had, like, I think it might have been partly because of lockdown as well, but, like, everyone quickly grouped together. And then before they had time to make other groups and figure out who they were seriously friends with, we were like, oh, we're in uh, level four uh, global pandemic. So uh, joke's on you. The people that you met in the first month are the people you're stuck with for the next two months on Zoom. So just give yourself time you and you'll FaceTime be fine. time your good friends. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. It'll, time will tell who your real friends are. Yeah. Okay. We've and, got... like, it's okay to be friends with someone for just a while if it's fun. Exactly. If no one's getting hurt and you guys, like, have a couple good times together, then, woo, yay. Woohoo! Party time! Yeah. Um, ground rules for flatting. Oh, wow. This has jumped from halls to flatting. <laughs> so, in our flat, our kind of, like, ground rules... We don't really have, like, strict rules, because that... I feel like if we had strict <laughs> rules, it would feel like we were living in a hostel. So, we've got a job list, um, which really helps with, like delegating jobs to each other I guess even though we all have our favorite and least favorite jobs which we'll kind of sneakily swap with each other I can tell you now that lawn mowing is right at the bottom of the list so Taya and Emma are the only ones that have ever mowed the lawns here um in my defense I was going to mow the lawns and no. then I woke up and someone was mowing the lawns and it was Rachel's dad Rachel's dad and he no, was but, like I did it for you no, but you know how to mow the lawns I have no really. clue how to mow the lawns kitchen lawn mowing bins Vacuuming. And vacuuming. vacuuming. Yeah. And, and so each week, because there's five flatmates, each week we, you know, like, have one of those jobs and then it will swap. Yeah. yeah and it week, works. And it rotates. And that works for us. We've got get along. It's pretty uh, broad, but you should get along with your flatmates, ideally. Um, I've seen some flats that, like, just don't get along. And it looks literally like it's a nightmare. It's yeah. So, well, unless you're happy, like... Literally your living oh, out yeah. of your room and then cooking for yourself and just staying in your room. Yeah, time. like, you could, cool. you could be this sort of person that answers an ad and goes into a flat and, like, knows no one in your flat and just kind of roughly communicates with them per day and you might love that. But for us, it was definitely, like, we all have to get along. We're basically, like, we kind of only see Second each other. family, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, agree to all accept each other for how you are and what kind of, like, values you have and stuff. Because everyone grew up with different families, and it's everyone, like, in our case, it's all of our first time living away from home. Mm. So, like, we really had to learn to, not that it was a problem, but we had to learn to be like, oh, you know, a fun fact, like, some of us keep the bread in the pantry and some of us keep the bread in the fridge. Like, just stuff like that. And you... You just kind of agree to all, like, I don't know. Yeah. Just, like, accept. You make up new yeah. solutions for stuff. You just have to you just gotta be flexible. It. Yeah. It's kind of fun, too. Like, we learn all different, like, cooking meals and, like, how we grew up is interesting. I reckon it's more fun mm-hmm. than challenging. Yeah, the other day on our massive hour-long walk, we fully just spent most of the time talking about how we could customise our high school uniform on the day-to-day. Like Literally, we, we, we spoke about that for like half an hour. And Morgan was like, you had a choice? And we were like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was stuck in a grey long skirt that I had to wear every single day for two years, and they had like five different options. <laughs> but yeah, and also know your expectations of each other. So like, oh my God, Taya's... What She's just putting on some sunscreen, even though we're in a wardrobe. <laughs> we're currently in a wardrobe, and Taya's... Uh, leathering sunscreen on your face advice for a first year we kind of answered this before so i already said schedule and sleep um pretty self-explanatory make sure you sleep and kind of have a schedule check whatever your uni thing is if it's canvas blackboard moodle learn check it like there is no tomorrow because the email notifications 
will not always work. And sometimes you'll jump onto your forum, you'll get to your lecture and be like, where's all the people? And your lecturer has cancelled your lecture and you haven't noticed because you didn't check. Move that. Ask for help, we mm. said, because mm. it's not really like you're in high school anymore where your teachers are going to like kind of coddle you and be like, do you need help with this? Do you need help with that? You like you actually have to like make an effort yourself and ask because there's like 400 people in a lecture hall and they've probably all got the same question, but 398 of them are too scared to ask, so... And the thing is, in halls as well, like, they've got RAs there, they've mm. got people around, like, wherever you are in university, there's always going to be someone who knows what they're doing, who is there to help you. Like, there's so many people all around to help you. How do you stay motivated? Um, My first point on here is ask Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Literally says ask Emma underlined. But, um, yeah, anyway, um, if I'm being serious... We wrote, you're literally paying for this, so remember that you're paying for it, it's and expensive. that should help you be motivated yeah. because you're spending a lot of money. When you look at your student um, loan, you'll be like, damn, I should really try and pass. Also, like, don't be too hard on yourself with your grades. I'm talking to you, Denny. Um, <laughs> bro, like, it's not going to matter when you graduate if you have a bunch of C's, or like, I'm not saying don't try, like, C's try. get degrees because then you don't burn out. Literally. So That's just like... a really good point. Just know yourself and know your limits and what you want to get out of it. Like, and you can still have a unique yeah. experience I mean, as well. Last semester, not going to brag, but going to brag, I got straight A's. Brag. I got Good. an A plus in two courses. Good. But if you knew me last semester, I was burnt out. <laughs> yeah, you were. So just like, also in your flat or in your halls, check out for your friends. Mm. Make sure they're not burning themselves out. Make no, them go to Duck okay Island with because you. Because literally no one's okay. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's okay not to be okay. <laughs> also, the last question, or the last point on here we have is the only reason you should be at uni is if you love it. So think about your why. So the only reason you should be at uni is if you love it. So think about your why. Think about like why you're actually there. Is so, it because you, you know, you're not studying a bunch of pointless stuff at college that you have to take because you have to take it you actually chose what you want to study so if I just jump in here um when I'm struggling to do anything for my degree I'm sitting teaching and I think back to the reason that I wanted to be a teacher in the first place and so when I think back to the kids that I'm going to be able to help in the future and how that will impact their families and their kids and the communities, that really is my why. Yeah. And so it's bigger than just me getting a good grade on an assignment. It's like you're yeah. working towards your future instead of just, like, focusing on passing. And helping other people. Yeah. So that really just helps me keep my focus. That's so, like, nice and deep. Yeah, that is. Because I'm like, not doing this, like, I'm not doing this degree for myself. Like, if I wanted to... Do a degree if yourself, I wanted to do a degree for myself, I would be doing something that makes me lots of money. Yeah. Because good then point. I can go travel, I can, you know, do what I want, buy nice things, yep. have a nice house. But that's not mm-hmm. And like, like, there's I've nothing wrong teaching. with doing stuff just to Exactly. But like But that that's some people's motivator, that's not my motivator, that doesn't motivate me to yeah. get out of bed and go to my classes. Mm. Knowing that I'm gonna help kids in the future and change like hopefully positively impact their lives like that's what motivates me that's what gets me out of bed and i'm not doing it for myself i'm doing it for them 
And if I don't have the right why, then I'll be a shitty teacher. Yeah, and that's... And you we, can tell who's a shitty teacher. We don't like are. shitty teachers. <laughs> don't be a shitty teacher. Um, all right, saving money. How to save money uh, while at uni. So we've got catered halls, meal times equals friends. Oh, so Oh, I'm um, saving money. How to save money in halls. Oh, back to catered halls. Catered halls are so worth it. 100%. I had a mate who was looking at halls. I recommended catered halls to him. And then he applied for halls, went in, but went into uncatered because he thought it was too expensive. Now he's in only in his first year and it's so stressful for him because he has to cook every night. And uncatered halls is for people who are not the social butterflies, shall we say. Yeah, so like meal more times, than second years. Meal yeah. times is where you make friends. Yeah, literally. It's literally where you meet other people. And so if you're in uncatered halls, it's, it's a much struggle. harder. Yeah. yeah. So even though catered is more expensive, do it. It's yeah. also like moving into halls. The first few weeks at halls are such a culture shock. And a blur. Bro, it's, yeah. Everything is weird. Yeah, like you don't like uni's just starting. You're trying to get the ropes of this new place you live in. All of these new people you know, like this new degree you've just started, and they don't like syllabus week isn't really a thing at uni. It's kind of just like ding dong, here's the content. So it's like you're kind of overloaded with stuff. Don't add having to cook onto that because that's Bro. just another decision in your day that you don't need to make. <laughs> that is so correct. And I mean, unless you don't mind two minute noodles every day. Yeah, yeah you will. I've you will appreciate Hall's food so much more when you move to a flat. Like, we're doing pretty well for huh? ourselves in our flat. But some nights when you are, like, having to cook for yourself every night, it would be very nice to just go down to the halls and, you know, grab Pick your pasta, your mm. chuck, your, chuck your food away that you don't want, put your plate in the, like, big bucket that is the dishwasher and walk away. Like, that would be pretty nice some nights. I really thought you were talking about the actual content of the food. Oh, no, like the easy, like the... The, yeah. Yeah, the easy... Because yeah. not going to lie, some halls food... Yeah, being a vegetarian in halls is, like, kind of... Ex- and then also a few more points that we'll just, like, basically go through. Buy in bulk. We do that in our flat. We buy, like, massive bags of flour. Um, I also put down don't ask me because I'm really shitty at saving money, so... Um, Morgan has whoever, an addiction to the base. Whoever asked this question, um, me and you both, girl. Uh, needs versus wants. So separate your needs versus your wants. Uh, also something I'm trying to do. So if you want a new top but you need, you know, some iron tablets so that you don't pass out, <laughs> buy the iron tablets, Morgan. <laughs> and also carpool. So like Taya and Emma and Rachel and Danny, they all do it because they all go to uni and like some mornings they'll have classes at the same time or like blah, blah, and they carpool. Um, how to make friends. Be kind, be yourself, and talk to people. So, like, don't... Like like we were saying before about pushing yourself, make sure you... Because it's going to be... Even if you are, like, a self-proclaimed introvert or whatever, like, you're going to be pretty lonely if you don't try to make friends all year. can get real lonely real quick. Oh, yeah. And you want to have someone, even if it's, like, an acquaintance, that you can go to and be like, hey, look, I want someone to talk to. Yeah. Just talk to me. I don't care what about... You know what I mean? So, like... Just make sure you actually make the effort to talk to people and just don't put on the act that we were talking about before. Even if they're like, oh, if you can't, you know, if you can't find someone to hang out that night, 
you're like, oh, I'm studying. Just study in yeah. the same room as someone mm. else. Study with them. Like find find similarities that you have with them, especially especially if you're not in halls. Talk to people in your classes because that is going to be the main way you make friends. Yeah, try and find halls. a friend in each of your classes because there is nothing worse than doing an assignment and being like, I need to ask someone something. Tell me and about it. And you've got no one to ask and you're like, well. That was me in my feature <laughs> writing class last semester. I mean, not going to lie, I didn't really make an effort to make friends, but it sucked because I had no one to ask for advice. Also, and it was group hard. projects are a thing. Oh, oh my God, yeah. So, so many group good projects. to have a group. Yeah, already. literally. Like a go-to group for mm-hmm. each. And having friends in your class makes class so much more beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, living out of home. How is it living out of home? You will and FaceTime your parents like there's no tomorrow. Bro, me and my mum. You will never appreciate your mother more. Yeah. Yeah. It says we actually have a point down here that says mum equals BFF or like family if you have yeah. different situations. Sister, yeah, yeah, like your family will become your literal best friends, and if it's not your family, you'll find a close, close friend or something like that from home that you yeah. can talk to. Like you always have that sort of. Sorry, there's a mosquito. We're all looking at it. I think I caught it. Oh my <gasps> god, I caught oh god. it! Oh my god, it's still flying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that keep it there. Was a summary of us in a tire. Squish the bug. Morgan. Oh, it's still flying. Danny. I caught it. <laughs> We're literally chaotic. <laughs> um, everyone is in the same boat when you're living out of home, especially when you're in halls and when you're around like a bunch of people the same age as you. They're all in the same boat and they're all doing the same thing. So you guys can relate and you can talk to each other about it. Also, the going back to your mum as your best friend or your family member. That's just really, like, you're going to have stuff in halls, you're going to have stuff when you're flatting that you just need to vent about or get out of your system. Yeah. But the thing is, if you talk to someone who's in that situation, in that flat, in on that floor, in that hall, it could you be know, knows that's wrong. those same people... That's the best way to start yeah. drama, which we were talking about avoiding before. Yeah. So that having that third party who you can vent to, who have no attachment to what you're talking about, and can just say pull your head in, mm-hmm. or just like let it's you not get a big it out. Deal. Yeah, you know, like so good. Yeah. Yep. Um, something you wish you knew about uni before you went. I have readings with an exclamation mark and an underline. Uh, there's a, a lot reading? of readings. What's a reading? Mm-hmm. What's a reading? We don't do yeah, those. I, never, I genuinely haven't done a reading. Yeah, neither. Semester. So, like, spoiler, when you're in your first year, you'll be like, oh, my God, I have to do all of my readings, like, blah, blah, blah. And then when you're in second year, you just, like, won't do them. Unless you're a law student. Or Emma. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and she seems to know what's going on in classes. So maybe actually do your readings and yeah. what's going on. But um, a lot of it's convoluted academic waffle and it makes no sense. This is kind of similar to before, but there's always people to help. Um... I think people, oh, it also says people make it out to be, like, huge and it's actually smaller than you think. So you'll recognise people around campus in the campus of, like, 5,000 or however many there are. And you'll be like, oh, I saw you yesterday. Yeah. And if your class has labs and toots, it's like you get to know the people in your class and, like, you'll know that, like, that tutor and then you'll do another course in the same department and you've got the same tutor again. Yeah, literally. I know you. Yeah, and then also it says everyone hypes it up to be a biggie, but it's fun. It's actually fun. People actually want to learn instead of high school when it's, like, miserable and everyone just wants to go home. Uni's actually kind of fun. Like, not There's a lie. couple of courses. Yeah. In like every degree, there's that one course. 
There will be, be that, that one, one class course, that sucks. And it will just... You just have to take it. It's yeah. a requi- It'll be the required paper. It's probably a field paper. This time we are speaking from experience. It's loosely linked. <laughs> but yeah. If you're doing comms, it's probably arts eye or... Oh my god. It probably starts with comms. <laughs> Hardest thing about halls. Sharing with strangers, bathrooms, everything being shared... You know, especially if you're, like, one of two kids or, like, an only child, everything being shared is going to be a massive culture shock. Never mm-hmm. having but, a single moment of peace and quiet. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, like, there's always people around. And if you're quite social, there'll most likely be people that are going to want to, you know, hang out with you all the time. And, like, I don't know about me, but I, like, have a fear of disappointing people. So I just force myself to socialise even when I didn't want to. Um, so that's probably the hardest part, I reckon. And obviously sharing everything. Like, everyone's different. And especially when you're shoved in a hall with, like, 500 randos, you're not all going to have the same ways of living life or upbringings. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I mean, at, three, like, 3 in the morning, there'll be someone down in the quad who's, like, whooping. And yeah. You, lo- you, like, you learn pretty quickly to live with it. For the first week, you're like, it's 3 in the morning. And then by the end of the semester, you're like, ah. Oh, it's Jerry. Yeah, like, you literally. know who it is. And Taylor's had a few night owls that were just out all night. And it's just, just character it, building. Just it's definitely character building, and it shows how different it is to live in a flat with people that are quite like-minded, I reckon. And then looking back on halls and being like, wow, did I actually do that for a whole year? But, yeah. Um, Even things... though we kind of got a few months off. Oh, my God, literally. Yeah, we kind of cheated. But... <laughs> things to bring to halls. Right. Just yell some random stuff out. So I've got jandals, shower caddy, Jandals um, are for the shower. Yeah. You so need your not... shower jandals and your slides. Your slides are you're wearing to the dining hall, wearing to people's rooms. Do not wear your shower jandals anywhere except for to the bathroom and back to your room. They yes. are shower, designated Ooh. shower jandals. Disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, lots of storage because um, I don't know if it was your hall as well, but our hall, like, we had a little bit of storage, but all of our rooms were different and, like, your guys' rooms didn't have drawers our rooms did have drawers so that's really weird it was strange your beds were like bolted into the wall too Mm. yes ours were literally just like a bed frame that you could move around and a wheelie chair and we had like a double wardrobe but it was like one side was for clothes and one side was drawers and Mm. a cupboard and like some shelves above the desk and it was good but if you didn't have baskets to put your stuff in everyone's is different so just be prepared with I recommend before going to uni, um, look at what... Uh, hopefully you've been there and had a look around so mm. you know what to expect. But if you don't and you haven't, talk to someone that you know who's been there in the same hall as you. Well, like research. So it. that they can tell you what to expect, what you need to bring. Or Google it, Google image, something, so yes. you can know what to probably expect. Probably a photo of your room type on a prospectus for that university. Yeah. It'll probably be a photo. If you need, you can find it. Yeah, so, like, just be prepared with storage and stuff and make sure you know, like, familiarise yourself with the environment, I reckon, because it'll make you feel more comfortable when you get there. Mm. Also, we have on this list mattress topper. Bring a mattress topper to halls. Do it. Do it now. Go out and buy one, bring your mattress top of the halls, put that shit on your bed and have a good sleep. Yeah. And not those, not those, they give you like the dust toppers that are like basically just another sheet. In case you like that wet has yourself. Like a little, yeah, it's basically just to keep the mattress clean. Literally. Those are not mattress toppers. Bring a thick bamboo, the square pieces of foam, 
They are so well, worth the investment. Do it. Rip up a pillow or get another duvet and put it underneath if you have to. Because otherwise, you otherwise will, you're sleeping on a you rock. You will feel those springs. Yep. You will not sleep. We've got something homey and like a nice smell or a nice like something that reminds you of home. You can have photos and like definitely make yourself at home in your room where you're going mm-hmm. to feel like you're living in a hotel or a prison cell and that's not fun. If you so. decorate your so room. Like, I had purple fairy lights on my corkboard last year. Yeah. And you could see them from down in the quad, and they'd be like, oh, what room's yours? I'm like, oh, purple fairy light room. And they're like, oh, yeah, we know which one that is. Yeah, make sure. Just make it yours. Yeah, for sure. Like, bring something. And, like, going off, like, the nice smell thing, it's going to, like, remind you of home when you walk in after Mm. a long day of class. You'll be like, ah, it's like, I'm back. It's my room. room." Yeah. Mm. Also, sometimes halls just smells for no reason. Oh, yeah. so. So make sure you bring something that... Make sure it smells good. If you're not allowed candles, you'll probably be allowed a diffuser or something. So just do that. Read diffusers are your best friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last thing I have is your own cup, cutlery, etc. <gasps> oh, yes, um, yes. Because you're going to be sharing a fridge most likely in like your common room or whatever. And you're going to want your own cutlery and your own stuff to have snacks. Because Hall's food's not always going to be sufficient. Mm. And you're going to want snacks. And you're going to want to heat up something. And sometimes you want to have a bowl. if you're like me and you like cereal for breakfast, you yeah. will get your own cereal and you will keep it in your room. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably get your own milk too. Because yeah. dining hall milk is, is powder. down in the... Yeah, it's, it's gross. <laughs> yeah. If you're lactose intolerant, it's a sad cow. Carton of almond milk. Yeah. But so bring your you own cutlery. If you don't have a bowl... You're going to be drinking out of, like, a mug or you will empty your drink bottle and pour cereal in it and you will eat cereal out of your drink bottle. Literally, you will resort to a drink You will resort to anything. Get a bowl. (laughs) Uh, Furniture. Like, where do you get your furniture for your flat? This is kind of an Emma question because she kind of decked out our flat. Yeah. But our situation is not very unique. Common at all. But we're very lucky. My friend, my best friend Charlotte, her flat was completely unfurnished so she's a good person to go yeah kmart kmart facebook marketplace we've got both of those written down we got our couch off facebook marketplace and we got most of our like nice furniture off like from kmart like mirrors chairs everything is yeah most of emma's stuff is from mocha there's generally a kmart knockoff version yeah mocha's also (laughs) really good like if you actually want to like invest in furniture if you want like good furniture mocha if you're after a desk pay the 30 dollars kmart one or the warehouse yeah Warehouse um, is getting a more on the expenny side at the yeah, moment. No, right, they're upping the prices for what it's reason? Stupid. We've also got DIY on here because there's a few things that Danny is a DIY queen. So is Taya. So is Emma. The first week I met Morgan, she walked in while I was sitting on the floor, screwing the legs onto my headboard with the drill that had no battery in it. So I was just rotating the drill. And in- um, we've got flat essentials. So this is different to Hall's essentials. We've got still got a shower caddy because you're all sharing a shower, and sometimes there won't be a shelf in our shower. There's like probably a there's literally not even a shelf in our shelf no it's literally like a soap dish that's like the size of a small command hooks that was a tire point because we all use command hooks in our room Mm -hmm. don't overload command hooks though if they're not the heavy duty ones it's not just a room this time we've got so if you're adjusting from moving from halls to a flat you also have to worry about getting your own mirror potentially getting your own drawers getting your own desk all that sort of stuff so like keep that in mind and, if, and you're not, if you're not sharing cooking and stuff, it's getting your own, like, getting your cooking things. Getting your own pots and pans. A lot and of things people forget about 
cutlery. The amount of people who move into flats and are like, oh, we don't have any forks. Oh, I have to eat with my hands. <laughs> and then the next Literally. day they go and buy some forks. Literally. So, like, also when you move into the flat, there's going to be stuff that you forget. So don't expect to have everything sorted. No matter how organised you are, you're going to forget something. It's I basically like... lived at Kmart the first two weeks I moved in here. Literally same. Every day I was like, oh, I need pillows. Oh, I need a screwdriver. Oh, oh, I need this, I need that. And then the last point is anything you would have or need at home. So, like, kind of treat it like you're moving house. Like, you need everything that you would need to completely live a life that you were living at home. You're going to need in your flat. No matter what that is. If it's a special blanket or anything like if you're a shoe head, you're going to need, like, a shoe rack. Do you get sick of being around the same people? Yeah. Like, every yeah. single day? I just really yes. hate all of our flatmates. Like. Yeah, same. It sucks, man. Like, I'm totally moving out next week. So over these two, especially the last, from like, October. 12 days. Oh, horrendous. Absolute challenge mm. for me, man. Just in case anyone's missing the uh, tone indicator, this is sarcasm. We're, we're <laughs> kidding. Um, no, I've got points written down. I thought we were talking about halls, and I was dead serious. Oh, <laughs> no, so this, thought, yep. this is about flatting. You get so, over halls real quick. It says no on the thing. We don't get sick of hanging out with each other because we're always busy. We're always out. And when we're mm. home, we respect each other's space. If someone needs time alone, we can tell. We leave them alone. We're not annoying. I mean, I'm maybe I'm annoying. But, um, yeah, and it feels like coming home to your family because you're, like, looking forward to actually seeing them after a full day out because you are spacing out the time you spend together and mm. not. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've also got, we love time together. We like, we're a little bit cute and stuffy. We love hanging out. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Literally. Okay, last question. Like, on... if someone's doing stuff and, like, sometimes Emma will just be in her bathroom and we'll just come and sit in her room. Look, the other day I was sitting in my room and, like, Emma came in and then Danny came in and then Taya came in. Rachel was at home, but if she was there, she definitely would have come in. Probably Jong and Owen would have been there too. <laughs> Would have been a big family party. Always happens. We all just like oh, end up in one like twice room. a day. I'll bust Morgan's door open, walk to the base of her bed, jump on it and leave, or jump on it and like watch TikToks. Yeah, <laughs> literally. It's like you just you coexist. Mm. Yeah, it's like siblings, but this time you don't hate each other. Chores. How do you kind of share around what chores you do? Um, how do you like adjust to doing chores in a flat versus doing nothing in halls or however you live at home i've got we have um we each kind of yeah we kind of answered this before but like just to cover like the few points that we have down we cook like we have a cooking roster so we all there's five of us you probably heard emma talk about it we cook like once a week and then we have two days where we just kind of theme for ourselves which works very well um it's a friday and a saturday night as well so like yeah so like it's kind of makes sense like people go home people go out like whatever um, keep your own space clean, and then we all work together on keeping the rest of the house clean. So, like, kind of makes sense. Just keep your own room clean. Respect your own area that you're literally paying for, and you'll be fine. Right. I need to go onto my Instagram and find the questions on my phone, and then we're done. Where's my phone? Oh. We're using it to record. We are currently using my phone to record, and uh, I just tried to grab my phone. It's fine. Do you ever get bored flatting? Says Hannah Lawrence. We love Hannah Lawrence. Hannah! Hi. Hi, Hannah. Number one supporter, honestly. Do you ever get bored flatting? I don't get bored flatting because flatting's a ride. We don't get bored. We do if stuff. If you're bored, you'll figure something out. Yeah. Someone will do something and it will turn into a whole big thing. Especially, literally, yeah. we're with our best friends and, like, the amount of times five girls we've been in the house sitting there and being like, 
you want to go to Kmart? They're like, yep. yep. <laughs> Literally, at least once a week if we're not in level four lockdown. Um, Someone goes to Kmart. Any budgeting tips? Kind of covered that before too. Have a part-time job if you can. Yeah. yeah. While you study. But part-time. Yeah. yeah, don't overload yourself with like... If you have a part-time job, like Danny here at the start of the year, I was working at Glassman's. I was working a Friday. I didn't have classes on Friday, so I worked Friday. I worked Saturday too, and occasionally I'd work Sunday. But keep in mind, these are eight-hour days. And on Friday, after starting work at eight in the morning, I would go to cheerleading till 8.30 at, at night. night. And then I would, man, finally leave the gym at, like, quarter to nine and get home and crash and repeat the next day. And then on Sunday, it was like, oh, no, I have homework. So the moral of the story is get make sure your part-time job. job is actually a part-time job and don't tie yourself out. And if you're like, can you work? Say no. What if you can get a job on campus? Yeah. Even better. On campus job. I've got a personal question here. It says your dance experience and what you've learned from it. And then she's also said to add on, where are you now with it and what are you doing? So I feel like you can Ooh. kind of talk about this as well. Because me and Danny both dance. Also, Taya dances as well. But me and Danny um, did, like, comps and stuff. So we kind of we run in similar circles. Crossover. Yeah. So my dance experience and what I've learned from it is definitely, like, quite broad. Like, I've learned more than just being a dancer. Like, you can also yeah. speak for this as well. I think, like, the whole time I was dancing and letting it kind of, like be the main thing I did I was always like oh this is okay because it's teaching me so many other things as well that isn't just dance like yeah. kind of with every hobby especially if you're in a team it definitely teaches you a lot about like everyday life being in a team being committed being like holding yourself accountable for not just your own like well-being yeah. but other people's as well especially if you're in like a tight-knit team like a dance group that definitely teaches you a lot oh, yeah. also um like mental challenges teaches you a lot about sort of like who you are as a person depending on what sort of situations you're put in as a dancer it's kind of uh very how would I say it like judgmental sort of sport the, if I the dance world is either it's really like hit or miss in terms definitely of, like I've had times some people are amazing and some people have not got the memo that it is the 2000s there are Look, still yeah. a couple of ballet masters you know there's always yeah. that one old lady at the studio who's like I can see your lunch hanging out and you're like shut up Gretel <laughs> shut up Gretel oh I love I it I was fortunate enough to not have a Gretel at my studio yeah we, we don't want a Gretel we, we don't didn't want have any a Gretel but yeah definitely like in terms of like experience and what I've learned from it like life skills and all that sort of stuff but also just kind of like who I want to surround myself with as a person and like how I value myself it's all character building and I've definitely learned a lot from it now and I know what I want and how to kind of stand up for myself so I'm very grateful for that and then also where I am now and what I'm doing um it's kind of weird when you transition from doing mm. something full full time to having a completely different full-time focus being like uni and living yeah. in halls and stuff so I definitely kind of like took a little bit of a not plateau but I like didn't do it for a bit especially with COVID and stuff like I had a massive break last year and then I feel like where I am now is just easing myself back into dancing for fun because I used to just mm. like I would dance for fun but it would also be like I'd get real cut if 
I did something wrong in a training or blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, oh, it's fun. Like, it's funny. Oh, I fell over. Funny. Oh, I messed up a dance. Oh, funny. Like, yeah. It's I mean, like, just if fun. I'd fallen over in the studio, I would always be like, oh, this is, this is funny, but also this is kind of embarrassing. Yeah, this ruined my day. I will literally, like, land on my face at cheerleading now. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And also my last point I wanted to make about it is that you definitely make some of the best friends. And, like, any sport, like, you are going to make really, really close friends, which is kind of circling back to what I said about uni before, making friends with the same interests as you in the same classes. You're always going to have an easier time connecting with people most of the time if you have similar interests and you can hit it off and like talk about the same things so it's definitely like a big positive at dance and like where I am now with dance having those friends that I experienced that dance journey with and that we can all relate to each other which is great and yeah last question how hard was your transition from high school to uni and how did you overcome it this is actually a really good question for the two of us because you did a gap year. Yeah. And I got 2020. <laughs> so Tay is peeing, so it's just me and Danny. Um, what's up? Yeah, so you explain yours first and then I'll... Well, I got 2020 um, yeah. in the sense of I was writing that, like, I had just... I'd, like, kind of finished high school. I'd done, like, my senior show at dancing. I was, like, I'd just got my solo dip. I was, like, wow, everything's looking up. I had just been to Europe for a month. And then I moved to uni and was like, oh, yeah, all the way down into this is not so great town. Because like you go from you go from high school where everything's very, very structured. Like if you're like me, dance was kind of all you did. High school is just like the thing you did during the day. And then you get to uni and you're like, oh, I don't have dance. Girl, you're speaking. What do I do with my spare time? literally and you feel like you need a hobby or something and then COVID is like hello and just after you've started getting settled in your new environment you have to pack everything up get on a plane and go home again because you have to stay in your house and then you re-transition back into home life so if if you can for the first while at halls you're gonna want to go home you are gonna want to go home and see your family if you can Stick it out for a month. Yeah, because then it'll be more rewarding and, like, worth it when you actually go home. If you can stick it out for a month, and that makes the transition so much easier because every time you go home, you'll be reminded of what you had. Yeah, for sure. Versus you appreciate time with your family and then go back to what you currently have if you aren't so fixated on the past. Like, it's gone. You're not going to be in high school again. Get past that. Tay's back. Yay! So, yeah, at the end of um, 2019... No, sorry. Yeah, end of 2018 when I finished school, I was definitely not ready to go to uni. And then halfway through 2018, I was like, oh, my God, like I want to go to uni now. I'm over it. So by the time I actually got to go to uni, it was pretty easy to transition. I also kind of didn't move that far away from home. So it was just fun. Like, I can go home whenever I want. Not now, obviously, because... We're trapped in our houses, but, um, yeah. We don't yeah. talk about that. It's fun. <laughs> COVID. But, yeah, um, it really depends. It's personal for different people. Like, what was your sort of moving out of home transition like? Well, um, in high school, leading up to going to university, I didn't go to any open days 
or anything like that. I went into uni totally blind. I had no clue where I was actually going until the day I'd packed my stuff in the car. Oh. So wow. um, I was just kind of like, I'm living in the here and now. I'm in year 13. Like, uni's a problem for next year. Like, I'm not going to... When I moved, it was the first time, like, I'd blocked it out of my head for so long and ignored the fact that I was leaving and Mm. going to university. So when it was moving day, it was such a scary thing for me. And I'd never been to halls before. I'd never seen... And you were quite a homey person. I'm you? a very home, homey person. Yeah. And so moving was absolutely terrifying. And it was so, like the hardest thing. Me and Morgan were talking about this the other yeah. day. Moving out of home was the hardest thing, was at that point the hardest thing I'd ever done in my life. It was something I had to do by myself. Um... I had made this decision myself and now I was going through with it and I was going to be living there for at least five of seven days of the week and I wasn't going to be with my family. Even though it was only an hour down the road from my house, it was just such a massive transition and just really terrifying. Yeah, but like <laughs> everyone's kind the of, same boat. Yeah. But it was like the most rewarding yeah. thing that I've back that I had done flatting now was yeah the hardest thing that I've ever done but like so hard but so worth it I've grown so much because I moved into halls and I never would have found the confidence and Mm -hmm. you know found who I am apart from my parents instead of like having all your parents values and your parents beliefs like yours and your parents habits developing your own and stepping into that as your own person it's just an experience that you don't know you need until Mm. you get it and And it's not always fun yeah so just (laughs) wait it out trial and error Mm -hmm. yeah life is trial and error if you like it if if you're scared but you know that it's going to be worth it go for it and if you end up disliking it you can always go home you know like it's not like you're stuck there forever when you're in your hometown that's all you've really known. You're friends with people at your school because that's who you go to school with. You're going to make some great friends at your school that you're going to, like, stay friends with, hopefully. I kind of have, like, a few friends that I'm still friends with from school. But, like, you're going to come to uni and you're going to be like, oh, my God, I can do whatever I want. You know, you get to you get to choose where you go to uni. You don't have to go to this. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening for this long We're really bored. We could probably talk all day. We're probably going to keep this conversation going once the podcast is finished. Um, I really hope you guys are safe in your bubbles. If you're not listening from New Zealand, what's up? I hope you're safe in your country where you can do whatever you want. Um, (laughs) If you're not in Australia. We love love Jacinda Ardern. We're so happy to live in New Zealand. Um, We love New Zealand. Kia (laughs) ka. Goodbye. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.